morning everybody happy new week <laughs> i almost for a moment uh went live just to me again i have to always uh figure out to make sure facebook yeah, has got me my privacy settings are set up correctly so i hope you had a wonderful weekend no matter where you are and enjoying this warmer weather if you're in australia we certainly are spending a lot of time outside we went with the kids to wet and wild and also to the beach on saturday once more uh, the beauties of being just 10 to 15 minutes uh, away from a beach is really certainly lovely um, and really enjoying not having to wear too many clothes and hanging out just in my bikinis. So um, today I wanted to talk about turning the complex into simple for success um, because one of the things I have found and um, I guess observed over my time and experienced it myself the simpler we keep things in our lives and businesses, the easier it is to thrive and to attract people and to um, uh, explain ourselves to be understood by others. So I wanted to give you guys today some insight around why do we overcomplicate things? How can we go about simplifying and what are some of the benefits and what do other people think when they find things too complex? So we're going to go through some of those things today and then I'm going to go into my authors group and I'm going to give them some author hacks uh, for keeping uh, things simple. So if you're on the call and you're watching live, give me a yellow, hello, yellow, <laughs> and a yellow because I'm <laughs> yellow, um, and, um, and let me know where you're watching from. And if you're on the recording, same thing, you know, just let me know um, you're watching the recording and certainly share your comments and insights along the way. All right, so let's get into it uh, for this morning. And that is, first of all, to discuss why do we overcomplicate sometimes things in, um, in our lives. Hey, Lisa, great to see you this morning. Okay, so sometimes we overcomplicate things because we lack uh, true understanding and knowledge behind the subject we um you know explaining so we kind of um go round and round and round in circles not really uh making full sense and therefore saying way too much because we actually still trying to make sense out of what we're what we're explaining i found this to be true in the early stages of my business i uh, you know you would go out networking and you would get up to explain what you did but uh, even after saying things for like a minute or two, you, uh, I would still go, did people really get what I was saying? Because I myself didn't have that crystal uh, clarity behind, um, you know, who I was. You know, I was a life coach. How do you explain what a life coach does? You know, uh, which super sharp precision in 10 words or less. Good morning, Suzanne. And so um, over time with repetition, and saying things more and more and more. So the key to actually um, gaining that knowledge and understanding behind who you are, what you do, is to continue repeating, saying uh, repetitively saying it and tweaking it and adjusting it. And what I say is externalizing it. So externalizing it for yourself because um, that way, uh, the more we externalize, the clearer we become. So often people say, I know, what I'm trying to say, Matt, and I know exactly what I stand for, but it's so hard to communicate it to others. 
And this is really the key to success is being uh, the ability to become a really crystal clear communicator and to say more with a lot less. Okay, so why do we overcomplicate things is often um, that lack of knowledge and experience behind it. Good morning, Jody. Great to have you as well. All right. Now, the next thing is lack of time. So perhaps we haven't given ourselves enough time to uh, understand and deeply, um, uh, I guess, digest all the complexity behind what we provide or what we intend to provide. So there's just the timing uh, factor that comes into it. And often people go, oh, but Nat, you're so clear in what you do. You're so focused. You, um, you can say and you know teach something and you get smack bang on the point, but that's because I've been doing it for 10 and a half years. Often people who are in that startup stages, good morning, Annette and Janine. Um, you know, often people who are in those startup stages, they're still finding their clarity. They're still starting to externalize. They're still, you know, um, perhaps haven't found the direct uh, super sharp focus that they are, you know, that they stand for. So therefore, there's that lack of time and, you know, the ability you cannot fast track. You cannot fast track the 10,000 hours it takes to build like deep expertise behind something. Okay, so that's another reason why um, initially, um, you know, people who are new at what they do can, uh, you know, seem unclear um, around what it is, just, just haven't had enough time to externalize it. Good morning, Heidi, as well. All right, um, next one is um, the fear of getting it wrong. Okay, so, uh, you know, if you, um, you know, if you say lots of things about something, you know, maybe some of the points you make will be um, a right rather than just, um, you know, or maybe you've always been used to doing or saying what you do, um, something in that a familiar way, and you haven't done it in a different way, so you're kind of sticking to your comfort zone in order, you know, not to get it wrong if you were to tweak and adjust it to a more simpler format. But we all know the simplest solutions, the simplest way to communicate. Um, it's like you kind of just think, oh my God, you know, that, you know, people who have become really, really successful at their things, when you look at what they stand for, it just seems super, super simple. Yeah, and they can say it in 10 words or less. And that's one, one of my challenges to you today is to say what you do in 10 words or less. Because what we tend to do also, and why we overcomplicate things is we use a lot of jargon, okay? Jargon behind our expertise that really cannot be understood by our ideal person that we want to understand, who perhaps doesn't yet have that awareness to um, understand, uh, like, you know, to understand what we're talking about, right? This is often why you might um, notice then that the most successful people in the world, not every single one, you know, but the most successful people in the world generally have really low levels of education, right? Whereas when we think about people who are academics and PhDs and really highly educated people, we don't see a, a lot of them, you know, like out there, you know, super publicly, you know, uber successful. I'm not saying there isn't, there is, but often when you hear the zero to hero stories of people who have achieved amassed amazing success, they have come from, you know, uh, quit school in year 10 and just got out there, got their hands dirty and just learned through making mistakes. Yeah. And um, 
and I, I see this to be true because I tend to attract also a certain amount of people who are in an academic uh, academia, right? And they have PhDs and all that kind of stuff, which is amazing and they're super smart. But, you know, even when I sit down to talk to them, often when they try to explain who they are and what they want to write about and why they actually hire me, they hire me. I miss you guys, me too. They hire me because of the fact um, that I can take that complex and turn it into really layman terms, yeah? Um, so the majority, so that you can have a wider appeal and not just to those that understand the lingo or the jargon, right? So uh, part of the reason I think also um, I have come to where I am because I didn't speak English before the age of 14. And then, so my vocabulary is not super massive in English, right? And so when I express myself or when I teach people what I teach them, I actually use really simple language. And that's, I think some... Uh, some part of that has plays a huge part as to why a lot of people understand what I'm saying and how I'm saying it because I'm not overcomplicating or going down this rabbit hole that people kind of go nuts. There's one big famous saying that I heard from one in a seminar it was and it really stuck to me to this day and I keep repeating it to my clients and my authors and you might want to write this down and that is that a confused mind will always say no. A confused mind will always say no okay isn't that interesting and think about yourself when someone got you really confused made you feel like you know there was just too much um, that you were saying or too many options you were kind of going no and a confused mind places things in the too hard basket and what do we do when things are in the too hard basket <laughs> we don't do them you know because we want the magic bullet we want to understand so I've also taught my clients and I know there's a lot of my authors here listening and all that sort of stuff that you know you sell to the ego you give to the soul you know you know you know when you give to the soul that is the too hard basket but when you sell to the ego you're selling you know you're explaining something in a really simple high level um, you know um, format so that people can understand it and actually take that leap to take the next step to learn from you or buy from you whatever it is right so really, really important to remember that one. Same thing in sales. Like if you're you're sitting down with a client, don't overwhelm them with too much information. Don't give them too many options to consider. You know, make a recommendation because a lot of the time what our clients are looking from us is confidence and certainty. Confidence and certainty that we know what their next step should be and we give them, if you can just give them one option, that's even probably the best best thing you know and then if they kind of um and are about that maybe can suggest an alternative but you say this is my recommendation if you cannot go down this path it could be this right but don't lay out in front of them six or seven different um options all right so really really important so remember confused mind will always say no um the principle the kiss principle why was that invented right keep it simple stupid <laughs> you know because it works every single uh time hey louise great to see you thank you guys for saying hello making sure that there was people that called this week i almost went live only to me and not the public <laughs> all right so um so it's really important to um uh, you know Im implement that so create something and then maybe give it or explain it to a tween to a 14 year old so 12 to 14 year old and see if they would understand the concept because i would uh, um, when i start to explain things to my children now because i've got a nine year old and a 12 year old 
if I kind of get what they like, if they get what I'm saying around what I'm saying, I kind of know, yeah, that's at the right level. So it's really, really important that that language is at that level. It, it doesn't, you know, people do themselves disservice, you know, wanting to overcomplicate things or wanting to sound smarter, um, you know, through the language or the vocabulary, because what that does, it gets people stuck. And in my author's world, I say the more complicated you use that language, it disrupts the reader's flow because they've got to stop. They've got to think. They've got to maybe look up a word um, to figure out what it stands for. And it really kind of, you know, gets, uh, you know, it's not an enjoyable experience when you're consuming um, material. Whereas one of the biggest um, compliments that I of, uh, often get on people reading my books, oh my God, Nat, I read your book like in three hours. It was so fast. It was so easy to understand. I loved it. You know, it's really like kind of like that light feeling. Okay. So, so really, really important to remember, you know, how other people going to receive what is it that you're creating. All right. So, um, uh, the language, make it fun and interactive. So how is it that what you do can ooze fun and, um, you know, get people involved, you know, get people, you know, um, talking with you or asking questions and kind of unpacking what people want and keep asking people that you're working with, you know, what was confusing about you know when you if you can take you know rewind the clock to when we originally met before we started working together you know can you kind of explain what you got and what you didn't get that would be really really helpful to um then dissect and change the language in your sales copy in your marketing everything that you do thank you heidi you know i really really um you know strongly strongly encourage you guys uh, bullet pointing stuff, not writing paragraphs of things, like just splitting it down so that people can even scan through information and look at um, look at inf your information, you know, and just actually feel like it's r really easy to understand. Okay, um, always um, apply the principle of less is more. Um, often when I write sometimes an info sheet for uh, my clients, you know, I, I try to keep things to a couple of pages. Um, because I don't want to overwhelm them and I know we're all busy in today's world. So people may not have as time, time as much time to devote reading the information. So I guess write something and then kind of what can come out of it, you know, remove, declutter and make it simpler to say the main points that you need to make and then have a conversation if you have to beyond that, if you're sending like an info sheet, because we have a few info sheets on different information and I've really wanted to keep things really, um, uh, less is more so confusion remember that confusion leads to indecision okay confusion leads to indecision write that one out as well and um, when people are indecisive we don't get to help and serve them um, also people buy what they can understand they're not gonna go into something so even if the thing that you do they don't like they need help so they don't really understand it yet at the front end they need to understand actually what uh, you know for you to uh, communicate to them in a simple way that when you come to work with me i will make it so that you can understand and solve this particular problem uh, for you so people buy what they can understand okay another thing i want to talk about when it comes to complexity is when we're making things complex, 
we can come across as intimidating for others okay and what would you think someone who's intimidated by you or how you speak or how you write or all that, all that sort of stuff will want to come and work with you no so how do we become more approachable is by keeping things really simple really really simple and you know simple is hard okay can i just say that you know as much as we're talking about complex versus simple and that is our recipe for success at the end of the day the hardest thing to do and to arrive at simple is a hard journey okay so making things simple is hard okay because it takes time and it takes a lot of dissecting and a lot of um observe, observation and conversations with those people that we are working with okay so i'm talking about this in the uh, context of um business and clients and that how we communicate our expertise but all of this actually can then is transferable if we look at our lives you know if you live in a house you know how simple is it to live in your house okay i'm very much of the um, uh, i'm a, i like minimalism i like clean lines i like decluttering all of the time um, and just kind of keeping things to the minimal of what I, my bare essentials, everything that I see around me or it's in my drawer, I would use it and I would use it consistently, okay? Therefore, maintaining my household is super simple and really like it is a, it is a five minute whiz through the house <laughs> to pluff up the pillows, to maybe dust a little bit and there's now I've got this vacuum that's cordless that doesn't even have to be plugged in like it's plugged in but I just whiz around and do one quick thing and in five minutes my whole house is like spotless every single um, day and morning and and you know when the cleaner just comes they just do the deep clean kind of thing you know and that makes it really simple to uh, people often say how do you do so many things in life Nat you know everything that I do I take it down to bare bones okay what's the least amount of steps that i can take that'll get me to the result that i want what's the least amount of steps so so i guess the, the um simplicity is all about setting up also systems okay setting up systems that are quick steps like you know not 15 to 20 steps so i have seen people who um add so many steps in their system they might have um you know i know a couple of people who have 20 steps for something whereas i have three okay so again um you know how is it that what you do you know can be like done in a shorter period of time and that is all about i think decluttering or uh, constantly and saying is this really a necessary step is this the thing that's going to really make a big difference to this or is am i just giving myself more work for the sake of giving myself more work right so um so really uh, really important to to ask that question and to also look at because how we do something is how we do everything okay so think about that i don't know who said it i know it's a famous quote or maybe it said something differently but how we do something is how we do everything and it filters through you know whether it's our personal life our health our um uh you know physical environment our computer uh, electronic environment our phones like look, look open up like your apps how many apps do you have on your phone how many uh, what's on your desktop right now i've got one single file on my top right on my desktop nice clean desktop right when i look at it it, it does filter through i mean i just kind of i'll stop now and i'll go i'm thinking okay what about my health how what do i do well i i'm keep it really simple i exercise four times a week 
two PT sessions Monday, Thursday, and my two seven-minute workouts in the middle of the week. And that's it. That's it. Doesn't take time consuming. There's not a million steps. I don't have to go there. I don't have to organize. Like, you know, it's really like get it in and out and as quickly as possible and get on with life. Yeah. So so remember, remember that. So once you start to improve one area of your life, you it, it, there's a domino effect. Or once you simplify one area of your life, there will be a domino effect into other areas of your life. You know, so if you want to start with your health, then your physical environment, electronic environment, and then, you know, moving into your business and all that kind of stuff. Less is always more, but simple is super hard. Simple is super hard, but it's the most effective. So each year, and now is the time. Now is actually the perfect time. You know, we're leading into planning day this Thursday. I'm so excited about that, that we're doing the planning day. So um, we're leading into planning day. So one of the conversations I will be having with my planning day participants will be, what do you need to stop doing this year? And what do you need to start doing next year? It's not about continuing to add more to-dos onto our um, plate, <laughs> plates. It's about going, well, these things that I was doing this year are really not the best use of my time. They don't bring in any results because what did they say? 20% of our efforts bring 80% of our results. How do we still keep discovering what that 20, uh, well, we discover what it is by reviewing, right? You review what you did and you go, well, is it really worth it that I keep going to these coffee chats with people and really after 12 months of doing coffee chats online or maybe face-to-face, -face, maybe that, you know, really have I effectively grown my business through those? Or maybe you have, right? Um, so what are the things that are effective that you will keep? And what will you stop doing? Because you wanna, you can't, you only have those same 24 hours we all do, right? So you need to prioritize, and of course, then you prioritize in where your top, uh, where your values lie. Yeah. So what are the most important things in your life? Is it your family? Is it your health? Is it your business? Is it your education? What is it? Is it for some of my authors writing a book, which I've told you, you got to prioritize in your top three values for a temporary period of time if you want to finish the book and actually then have it pay back uh, in dividends for the rest of your life because of the things you can do with it, right? So you make things, um, you simplify by decluttering also what you give your attention to and what you give your time and investment of money around because time is money and so, and so on and so forth. So, okay, let me see what else I have here for you. Um, complexity is in it. So, you, um, simplifying things also can um, can be done through, and we talked about this a few weeks ago uh, with Renee Hasseldan about you know visual models and things like that. But using using visualization tools, so we're reverting now back to some of the business aspects of what I was talking about earlier. Using using visualization tools to explain what you do to people can also simplify stuff. Because speaking, 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 words, 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 writing, 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 all that kind of stuff. Or maybe videos, 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 videos. You know, people might not have the time to sit and listen or, or read and all that kind of stuff. But a simple diagram or a model or something that kind of goes in line with what you're saying can make people remember so much easier. So much easier. Another thing that will simplify things or make get people get you is stories like examples, like where people can relate, you know, oh, I had a client called Jane and she did da 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 and, and she went through this and this was her thing. You know, people remember the, the, the zero to hero story, let's say of your client, of what they've gone through with you, 
oversay you explaining what it actually is hey mandy um so uh really really um think about implementing stories within what it is that you do because when people hear a story they might very easily put themselves in the shoes of oh i am who jane was maybe this person can help me and hey they've got this model that shows a system and shows some simple steps yeah and often what renee talked about a couple of weeks ago was the fact that you don't want to have more than five steps in some of her models she was only talking about top three yeah to really keep it simple all right so um so the thing uh, the other thing we were talking about is drop the business jargon too much too much of something that people don't haven't heard before can really be you know as i said intimidating and therefore they will not progress um to the next step um think about um you know uh, a different t uh, thinking uh thinking um thinking modes um you know different ways a problem can be solved so you know go maybe into a different environment so say for example right here this is my if you like productivity space delivery training all that kind of stuff it's not my creative space right but over there there is this corner chair that you may have seen in the corner of my room which is where you know i would read or i would just relax and chill out and it's even though it's in the same room you know it kind of anchors something different that i would do in that place yeah or I might go sit outside on the outside furniture and just chill out and watch the fountain and the, the pool and I just kind of like come up. Well, the, the, the ideas of the live today came about out there. I was reading a book and while in the middle of reading a book, I had the ideas spark up. I put the book down, I picked up the phone, I opened my notes section and I started making notes about it. So really, really important that, you know, when those moments of inspiration come or you take yourself away from your focused and productivity space into your creative space that you start to think of different solutions of how you achieve the same goal. Because I'm sure, you know, the, the famous saying, there's many different ways to skin a cat. I know that, you know, uh, some people don't like me saying that saying. So, <laughs> you know, um, it's just a metaphor, right? Um, you know, there's, there's so many different ways to reach your success, um, you know, and so make sure that you, um, um also try to see your thing because we can sometimes become what is it um banner blindness they talk about the banner blindness in uh, on social media when you advertise if you keep putting up the same thing in front of people's faces that that's how you mix it up it's important that you do that for your own business as well that you actually are um tweaking and adjusting what it is um you know how you provide the solution and what are better ways because if i think about ultimate 48 hour author and how the model and the uh, solution we reached the solution in the first few retreats versus how we've achieved the solutions in the last few retreats it's almost not even the same model there's tiny little similarities but the systems the simplicity the the understanding of our author and what their struggles are now so much time after you know i guess we've worked those ten thousand hours we have understood the depth behind all of this and we're very clear on what the outcomes are and we get them a lot faster all right step back uh look at the bigger picture and have a look at you know because actually this is what you're selling to people you're selling the big picture of what you do and that is a really really important aspect of 
um, you know, being able to sell that bigger picture and the vision, keeping it high level so that you can then go into the nitty gritty once you guys are working together. All right, so I hope that has given you some food for thought um, and you're going to have a look at not just your business but also simplifying everything around you so that you can have time, right? At the end of the day, if you've started a business and you've got into business for yourself uh, to live a lifestyle, to not answer to anybody, you got a lot, you've got your work cut out for you because making things simple is hard. But once you create that and you develop the muscle for it, then you're going to do it in every single area of your life and you will then have you know, abundance of time to do as much as you want, um, whenever you want, with whomever you want, and as well as uh, keep scaling your business because then once something is understood, it is wanted by a huge majority of people. Okay, so have a beautiful week ahead. Um, I, um, as I said, am getting ready for Thursday being our planning day. We're going to do 9 to 5 Melbourne time via Zoom. If any of you who are watching want to take part in that, we can still take. I'm actually having another one, two, three, four more chats with people about planning day. I'll do put the link in the comments box when we finish. You can book a 10-minute slot just to see if this is for you. It is a business planning day. It's not a book planning day, right? It is about implementing and calendar planning and setting intentions and income stream goals for 2021 okay so it's a small business ideal for coaches consultants health and wellness those kind of people in a service-based industry all right have an amazing day and um i'm going to go into the authors group and i'm going to talk about from the author perspective um some author hacks on keeping their book projects really really simple and what do i always say smash it out bye